I'm Alicia. And I'm Ashley. And we are Murd Nerds. Hello, all you little murder nerds out there. My name is Alicia, and with me today is my bestie, better than the resty, Ashley. Ashley, tell the people hi. Hi, people. And our producer, editor, and the person who doesn't get paid enough to be around, Ashley and I, Jeremy. Jeremy, how are you doing today? Listeners, I need to make way more money at this to be around these two. <laughs> We're the worst. I'm job, truly. <laughs> So I've been asking you both a question each episode. Oh my gosh, I keep forgetting about this. This is so exciting. It's so much fun every time. Oh gosh, you guys should have seen Ashley shoving pennies in her mouth. <laughs> you you missed, missed it. it. Have you guys actually done the 10 shares? Then maybe we would have gotten Right. Someone. Should we give them another chance on this episode? Sure, we'll give you another chance. You share this post, episode 42. 42. Yeah. You share it 10 times. We'll do a live where you can see Ashley... Jeremy and I shoving pennies in our mouths, see how much money we can get in our mouths. And well, whoever shoves the most money gets to keep all of the mouth money. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> well, you get to see Ashley and Alicia shoving pennies in their mouth. <laughs> Jeremy will sh- He said $10. This is a lot of fucking pennies. Somebody's got to film it, so, you know. I was say, Jeremy will well, pennies- dick in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> will pennies affect, like, Damn. metal fillings, like foil does? Yes. Oh, It'll set your mouth on fire. We're old. I think I've like a couple metal fillings. Maybe oh, all of mine are metal. Yeah. Anyway, let, I gotta ask you this. Okay. <laughs> New question. Um, today's question is a two-parter. Okay. The first part is who is the fifth person on your missed call list on your phone? On the my missed call list. Person? Missed calls. Your fifth missed call. It's probably your fucking ass. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't know how to. Okay, so one, two. <laughs> mine is Jeremy. Four, five. Oh, <laughs> mine's my grandpa. Aw. Jeremy, who's you? Um, listen, who's I you? don't miss calls. <laughs> That's two, true. He always answers, like, literally three, the second four, dial. You say five? Five, yeah. Five? Uh, Phil Jordan. My ass. From <laughs> Phil, my. You want to feel my ass? Phil Jordan from the Indiana Chiefs fans. That's my Woo, fifth. Shout out to him. Who's yours? Jeremy. Oh. Yeah. I missed his call the other day because I was on the phone with Roy. And so I was like, hey, I'll call you back as soon as I'm done. Sorry. <laughs> um, the second part is what is the last text message on your phone sent or received? No context. Don't, don't say who it is or who it's from. Just what the text says. Mine <laughs> says, don't forget Azure. Ha ha. Mine says, oh, no. (laughs) (sighs) Oh, God. What did you say, Jeremy? Mine says, okay, I wasn't sure if we both could or not. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So that's the little warm up. I just I think it's fun. (laughs) 42 episodes in and we've done nothing but talk about human murderers. Right. Dun, 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 there are dun, dun. other kinds of murderers. Yeah, and I'm going to piss off some people today. I just know it. So today we're going to talk about pets who murder. Murderous pets? Mm-hmm. Oh. Obviously, when it comes to animals murdering people, as far as we know, it's not intentional. 
As far as we know. As far as we know. Pets don't just, like, attack because they want to, like, get back at the person. They're trying to get life insurance payouts or they're pissed they caught their wife cheating or whatever else. They're pretty much just riding on instinct, which is self-preservation, right? I think this is a good reminder that even though we look at our fuzzy-wuzzy cupcake gumdrop, Fido, he's still an animal. He's still armed to protect himself with sharp teeth, strong jaws, and powerful claws. But when pushed to the edge, even the calmest and kindest animal can do what it takes to protect itself. No Murder. exceptions. Murder. Murder. Some of that rhymed there. That was nice. Thanks. Our first story begins in West Melton in South Yorkshire, England. England has been going through a heat wave during the summer of 2022. And in some areas, it was up to a sweltering 104 degrees Fahrenheit. One thing to know about homes in England and the UK is they usually aren't fitted with central air or air conditioning units, apparently. Um, England normally has a very cool climate, so there wasn't the need for them. Mm-hmm. So with this abnormal heat wave, people just they weren't prepared. Joanne Robinson was a 43-year-old mother of two. She was a grandmother and to family and friends was a lovely woman and mother. She definitely seemed to have a caring, caring, loving heart, so much so that her longtime partner, um, James Steed, and herself both had welcomed two American XL Bulldogs into their home. She really loved these dogs. She trained them well over the two years that she had had them and treated them like family since they were just tiny puppies. When Joanne came home at 10 p.m. from visiting with a friend on July 15th, 2022, her male bulldog, his name was Rocco, immediately attacked her. Rocco latched his teeth around her throat and just would not let go. And it provoked by Rocco and what he was doing, the other pit bull, Lola, who was her female bulldog, also jumped in and just starting attacking Joanne. Attacking her, not the other dog? Yeah, attacking Whoa, her. Yeah. what in the world? Yeah. So James, her longtime partner, heard Joanne and the commotion taking place and ran into the entryway to find the horrifying scene. He tried to pull Rocco off of Joanne, but in the midst of his struggles, Lola then turned on him. Yeah. What the fuck? I know. He was able to pull her off and get her into another room to keep her away from Joanne, but not without injuries himself. Neighbors could hear the screams of Joanne and James as the UK meteorologist department announced that the weather was in the most severe at this point in time at night and was in the red zone. That night, Joanne was murdered by Rocco in her own home just as she walked into the door for the night. James was rushed to the ICU where he underwent life-saving skin grafts to his hands um, and was treated for severe injuries to his arms, abdomen, and face. Both dogs were seized by police and put down. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's so recent, too. Yes, just over the summer. Now, I bring up the weather because Dottie, who is Joanne's mother, is sure that the dogs were driven to temporary insanity due to the heat outside. Right. She made a comment to the newspaper, The Sun, and The Daily Mirror stating, They were good dogs. They are not a band breed and were not dangerous. I don't know why they suddenly snapped. I can only think they turned mad in the extreme heat. It must have just set them off. There's a saying about mad dogs going out in the midday sun. Whoa. Yeah. That's fucking intense. Mm-hmm. 
After her attack and untimely death, neighbors and friends set out flowers and memorials outside of her home in remembrance of Joanne. American Bully XL is not the same as American Bulldog or Pitbull. Um, They're known as like a designer breed and aren't recognized as an actual breed themselves, but they can grow to be humongous. They average about 150 plus pounds. And yeah, Joanne's male Rocco was said to be, quote, the size of a lion. He's a big boy. That's a big boy. Yeah, an XL. Because Bulldogs are, I mean, they're fat little dogs you know but they're usually kind of squat like to the ground right this no these are pit bulls oh pit bulls okay i'm picturing like like a bulldog i thought you said bulldog it is bulldog it they're in the family of bulldogs but a pit bull is under it's a pit bulldog huh they're all i don't know much about breeds yeah they're under the same kind of breed um in the u.s roughly 4.7 million reported dog bites happen every year with about 16 of those attacks leading to fatalities that's so many that's so many that's crazy so 16 people die now but that's not necessarily attack from your house dog that's just a dog attack in general yeah Yeah. so it could be like you know someone who's trained like a fighter dog or something too and that fucking dog attacks somebody too i don't know i mean it's got to be in the statistics yeah i'm sure but yeah that's uh It's crazy to think, like, I mean, these people keep, like, no offense, but people get these big, huge, mean dogs and, like, don't understand what it takes to train those dogs or don't know what it takes to home those dogs. We're, like, very, like, passe about it. It's just like, oh, my pet. And it's like, this is a fucking killing machine. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. the, I want the biggest muscle mass. I want the biggest teeth. Right, like and, feed them just like only crude protein or whatever. A lot of people do that too to build as much muscle as they can. Yeah, I know. And it's crazy. Like they want these dogs and then they don't train them properly. And then a lot of times these dogs get bored and mm-hmm. they'll act out because that's the only thing they know how to do. Right. It's just like any other animal. Like, I mean, your poodle can attack just as likely as a pit bull can, no joke. Well, and standard poodles are actually kind of vicious dogs, yeah. too. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. They get they get uh, sassy. Sassy. Excuse me. But, yeah, I mean... That's crazy. Yeah, it's wild. That fucking sucks. Like, even my terrier. Fucking Videl. Love her. <laughs> fucking rat. But she will, like, attack someone without thinking twice. And she's only, like... 15, 16 pounds. Is it? Okay. I always forget. I know we just talked about this last night, but Shaka likes Winry. Yes. But Videl would not allow that at all, which is why I can't bring Shaka over. Yeah, because Videl doesn't like any other dogs. Right, right. She's my terrier, and then Winry's the Pomsky. And Winry wants to be friends with everybody, but Videl is very, very jealous of Winry having friends. And no one else can talk to you. Yeah. Well, when we got Videl, um, Roy said Videl is Winry's dog. Mm-hmm. Like that's her pet. So I think she's just protecting. Winry. Right, right. <laughs> it's crazy. But I'm gonna move on. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure after watching the documentary Tiger King, like we all d- did during the lockdown, you you didn't, Jeremy? I did not. Oh my! I God. did. 
I loved it. I did not. It did not seem to be something that interested me, even though that uh, everybody else was you so should. into it. You should watch it now. Now it's like Two watching. It's like watching Stranger Things. Everybody, it's everybody else is into it. I'm not into it, so mm, I just won't be, watch though. it. Yeah, Stranger Things rocks. <laughs> well. It's really opened everyone's eyes to just how common it is for people to own exotic pets. For whatever reason, people like keeping animals as pets that are still most predominantly in the wild. Like they have their own personal zoo kind of thing. Um, I think maybe it's psychological. It's like a status thing too. I think like exactly. bragging rights. Like they've tamed nature because it's expensive. The food, even per- for one purchasing. Well, the it's animal. cool to be like oh, you have a tiger a minx yeah yeah you know what i mean like that's cool Mm -hmm. it's but more times than not this has led to some pretty catastrophic situations as i'm sure you can assume we all saw tiger king not all of us just lie jeremy we all saw tiger king King. (laughs) our next story takes us to sunny florida marvin (laughs) hyos Hi, Joe. I don't know. Was born and raised in New York, but after years and years of running his own domesticated farm in the northern part of the state, Marvin decided to move to the southern part of Florida. While down there, he would continue his love of farming, but in a slightly different way. He was able to collect and breed rare, exotic, and endangered bird species. Ooh. Oh, I like this so much. Marvin was more than just a hobbyist when it came to the care and keeping of these birds. His obituary stated that he was one of the first and most successful breeders of ostrich and emu in the United States. So he definitely knew what he was talking about. Mm -hmm. So much so that he was asked to be an expert speaker at many colleges and universities across the country. So he wasn't necessarily doing anything illegal or harmful. Mm -mm. (laughs) He wasn't. 75-year-old Marvin had begun taking care of one of the rarest birds he's ever owned, a cassowary. Do you know what a cassowary is? Nope, sure don't. I bet it's a bird. Yeah, well, oh. I think it's a bird, and it I think a it, it's a murderer. <laughs> it's a murd bird. A murd bird! <laughs> so this bird was new to him, but it quickly became his favorite. Cassowaries look like they are just straight out of a Jurassic Park movie. From the Wikipedia on cassowaries, they are a shy bird that lives normally in the deep forests of New Guinea, Indonesia, and Australia. They are large, flightless birds, often growing from 5 foot 6 inches tall to sometimes 6 feet 6 inches tall and weighing it at a whopping 130 pounds. So it's a pterodactyl. Essentially. Holy but it can't fly. Balls. Oh my God. They don't fly? No. Oh. They are equipped with three large, sharp claws. They are known to defend themselves by kicking with their powerful legs and doing significant damage with their claws. Like a rooster. Like yes. Club you, yeah. They will often attack if feeling threatened or provoked and are commonly being called the most dangerous bird in the world. It's easy to see why Marvin was thrilled to have this bird. It's a bird fan's dream. It's large. It's beautiful. I don't, I don't see it. And there's just <laughs> sound great to me. There's just something about owning dangerous animals that excites people. Well, mm-hmm. you, you know, it, you get excited if you're a bird nerd. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Sure. Marvin even began breeding his cassowary to help promote the stability of their population because they were an endangered animal. 
But unfortunately, there was a hefty cost for owning the world's most dangerous bird. Being 75 years old, Marvin obviously was an older man. And on top of that, he had a history of heart problems and had recently just been released from the hospital for a bacterial skin infection shortly before these incidents had occurred on his farm. It's safe to say that Marvin wasn't exactly in the best physical fitness, especially at the time. And on the morning of April 12th, 2019, Marvin was either working on something near the fence of the cage or was preparing to take care of the large birds and was near the cage, but he had fallen while doing so. He must have startled the cassowary and it began attacking Marvin through the fence of its enclosure. Holy crap. So he's fallen down and he's like up against the fence and this thing's just like shredding the shit out yes. of him. Yes. Oh. So Marvin started screaming for one of his farmhands and telling him to call 911. Um, and he must have came to where Marvin was. And Marvin started telling him where the address was, like get trying to get the ambulance out there. Um, so he begged with a weak and terrified voice to please send an ambulance as soon as possible. And he lived kind of out in the middle of nowhere. So paramedics arrived at Marvin's farm about 14 minutes after the call was made. And when they arrived, the scene was just gruesome. Marvin was covered in lacerations. He was unconscious and barely breathing for nearly a half an hour, including drive time to the hospital. EMTs worked diligently on Marvin on the way. His heart had stopped and then they were able to to restart it again. And then once they got there, they tried more life-saving techniques, but Marvin's pulse refused to register again. Marvin had gone into cardiac arrest due to having a weak heart and enduring these brutal injuries. When the autopsy came back, Marvin had more than a dozen deep puncture wounds and large slashes uh, around various parts of his body. He had lacerations across his face, his neck, his back, his abdomen, his thighs, his legs, his arms. I mean, the man was just absolutely covered. That's crazy. I'm trying to see how that could happen through a fence. Yeah. Well, I, birds are skinny. Yeah. So that's the only thing I can think. And I mean, this is a pretty, <clears throat> this is a, a deadly killing machine. <laughs> Essentially, right. it's it knows what to do. He had significant damage to his brachy, or brachial artery and his right arm, which is the major blood vessel of the upper arm, so he lost just an astronomical amount of blood. Is that this one? I don't know. Because if you cut yourself right here, you can bleed out in two and a half minutes. Oh my god, I didn't mm -hmm. know that. Yep, isn't in that your scary? Yeah, yeah. We shave our armpits all the time. As people. Well, you have to like cut the artery, like yeah, well, you know, you gotta Yikes. go deep. You gotta yeah. go deep. Even after his death, his long-term girlfriend sold the bird off during a Gulf Coast livestock auction instead of like because i don't think she could put it down i think legally probably not if it's like rare it might be protected yeah well, the endangered species yeah but yeah. it shouldn't be sent like just sold to some joe schmo it probably exactly. should be like put in a sanctuary or something with like professionals i'm unsure of where the bird is now but martin didn't have a permit to own these animals because they were privately owned and considered pets within the state of Florida. Each state has different rules and restrictions that you have to follow when 
you have certain types of animals. Even after the tragic accident, the Florida Fish and Wildlife Commission hasn't changed any of their legalities when dealing with animals of this magnitude. Yeah, Florida's bad about that. Yep. Spokesperson for the commission stated, if the animals are being used for commercial breeding, they are considered domestic animals and aren't required to have a permit. A permit would only be required if these animals were interacting with the public. That makes no sense. Nope. They're going to interact with the public. If you're breeding them, what are you doing with them afterwards? You're fucking selling them They're just to the public. Them. They're keeping them, though. Yeah, but you're, that's that's based more for like a zoo or, you know, if you had a tour, if it was a tourist thing where they come a through. A preservation. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's crazy. Sure. That's crazy to me. Something Same. that deadly. They're just like, meh, it's okay. Yeah. Don't matter. Hmm. Wacky. Wacky doodle. That's crazy. This next and last story is really a tough one, and it involves a child. So if you need to skip to the end, I totally understand. This story had me really upset, so just prepare yourselves. Oh, boy. You and the fucking kids' stories. I know. I know. I know. I know. Does she spend time just looking for these? I think she does. She's just Googling kids' stuff. Is that? Wait. Kids and animals. She's always pissing off animal owners, too. I know, right? Pit bull owners, you got them today. No, I love pit bulls. I don't see anything uh-huh, wrong with you, them. Yeah, I'm still saying. I'm a big me. bird fan. <laughs> big bird. <laughs> I think she has a bucket like list. Sesame Street style or just the large bird <laughs> variety. A, I've got a crow on my arm because crows are my favorite. Crows are very smart birds. They are. I love crows. I want to. That's what I want to do when I'm old. When is, you see Bobby, ask her about her crow story. Uh oh. I can't wait. So do you have a whiteboard at home that has like a bucket list? Like you put these stories together just to see if you can get Ashley to cry on the, on the show? <laughs> yeah, that's my goal. Okay. I just wanted to check. You or Ashley. <laughs> can't wait. I'm a very emotional person. It's going to happen, especially today. <laughs> oh, boy. So now I like animals of all kinds, no doubt. But when it comes to reptiles, I think they just need to be wild animals and not pets. Like I said, that's just my opinion. If you do reptile and bug stuff, um, more power to you. <laughs> Sounds like a king bug stuff. <laughs> I just personally think as cool as they are, they need to be left out to do their own thing, live their own right. lives, be their own people. Cold-blooded. There's like science behind it that they don't actually like bond yeah. with humans. People so swear like, they do. It's just to it's be like, cool. Yeah. Eh, you're overthinking it. Like, like I you're said. You're giving them a personality through yourself. Exactly. More yeah. times than not. I think people just have these animals for a flex to be like, oh, I have a snake or whatever else. I had an iguana growing up and mm-hmm. he didn't give a shit about anybody. He bit the shit out of me and then they put him down and <gasps> told me that they sold him. Are you serious? Yeah. What was his name? Iggy. <gasps> Mine was Izzy. <laughs> we've, we've made this realization before. You don't remember that? No, no. That's hilarious. Yours was Iggy because iguana, but mine was Izzy because of the magic school bus. <laughs> I saw a really funny stand-up thing about the Magic School Bus. I'm like, they're talking about going, like, getting small and, like, talking about blood cells and shit. How about tell me how that fucking bus works? Like, <laughs> right? did Jose even approve you go up his rectum and talk? Like, look, you know what I mean? <laughs> it was so funny. I, can't, I wish I could remember and drop that guy's name because it was hilarious. That's super funny. But I can't remember who it was. Well... Anyway. Yeah, I just think snakes and spiders and reptiles and bugs and all those critters just need to stay out in the wild, do their own thing. That's just my opinion. Don't be mad. I know people really love those animals, but just let them be. 
Anyway, our next story, we're going to be staying in the good old state of Florida. Of Florida. <laughs> Jaren Hare was a 19-year-old mother who lived with her 32-year-old boyfriend. And that's a... Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Can you say that again, <laughs> please, <laughs> one more time? Jaren Hare uh-huh. was a 19-year-old mother who lived with her 32-year-old boyfriend. I thought you said 19. Mm-hmm. Charles Darnell. And that is a topic for another podcast. Yeah, that's a whole other conversation, <laughs> depending on how long they were dating, I guess. He might be a really nice guy. And she might be super mature. Yeah, I don't I don't know. She's an know. old soul. But. <laughs> she was at 16. Just ask him. Yeah. <laughs> Since she was 14 years old, Jaren had owned a pet albino Burmese python named Gypsy. And if you know anything about Burmese pythons, they get fucking huge. They, I, know, I know nothing about them. So. Well, now you know. <laughs> By 2009, Gypsy had grown to eight and a half feet long. Jesus. That's a big, big critter. Burmese pythons need a pretty large tank with a lot of maintenance on them. They need basking areas where they get direct light. They have to have high humidity. The temperature needs to be between 85 and 90 degrees consistently. It takes quite a lot to keep one of these animals. A lot of responsibility, a lot of time, and a lot of care. So Jaren had owned this snake for five years. And during these five years, she stated that Gypsy was calm, docile. She would never hurt anyone. She would never hurt anything, especially not her two-year-old daughter, Shayana. She trusted Gypsy, but Shayana's father didn't. He lived in Ohio, but he knew about the snake. And he obviously, because, you know. She's had him since he was 14. But he begged Jaren to just please get rid of it. He didn't like it being around his daughter. And even Jaren's mother told Jaren that she would take the snake, let her live at her home, Mm -hmm. and give her a proper enclosure and care. Because Jaren and Charles didn't do this. They just let it run free in the house? Oh, you'll find out what they did. Oh, God. So Gypsy was extremely underweight. At her length, she should have easily weighed like 100 to 150 pounds. Um, But you could tell she was severely malnourished and thin. Gypsy um, was also not housed properly. She was placed in a small glass aquarium on top of a wooden TV stand. And there was no lid. There was just a quilt pinned with clothespins to the top of the aquarium. So an eight foot hungry ass snake with a blanket. Mm-hmm. Wow. This Sounds is obviously like a children's book. Yeah. It's obviously a recipe for disaster. On the night of June 31st, 2009, Jaren had laid her two year old daughter down to go to sleep in her crib. Um, they said she was in a nursery, but I don't know if that was like another bedroom or a part of a room that was converted to be like her bedroom. I, I'm not sure. But um, Jaren had just taken a Vicodin mm-hmm. and passed out. So two weeks prior, Jaren had been assessed by DFCS concerning her drug use because she had a history of abusing hard drugs and especially pills. Um, and she had been cleared. But clearly she was right back to her old habits. Right. Taking a Vicodin. I'm assuming unprescribed. Mm-hmm. Which... 
all of this also involved Charles. So the next morning around 10 a.m., Charles woke up and went to check on Shayana. Uh, what he discovered was just unimaginable. Gypsy had gotten out of the enclosure and went into Shayana's crib. Um, she slithered up, tightly wrapped herself around the toddler, suffocating her to death, which is the normal thing that happens with um, these kinds of snakes. And when Charles found the both of them, Gypsy had been mouthing Shayana's head, trying to swallow her tiny body. I know. Awful. He immediately called 911, and while on the phone with the dispatch, he threw the bodies on the floor and tried to get Gypsy off of Shayana. He stabbed the snake with a butcher knife and a meat cleaver, and during his 911 call, he said, Our snake, we have a Burmese python, and she's about 12 feet long. Which is not accurate. Mm -hmm. That's a pretty big difference, but that's neither here nor there. Mm -hmm. She got out of her cage last night and into the baby's crib and strangled her to death. I'm going to kill the bitch. So, yeah. In July of 2011, both Jaron and Charles were convicted. Um, They were convicted with third degree murder and manslaughter and child neglect. When the investigation continued after the death, it was discovered, you're never going to believe this, that the snake only weighed 13 pounds. So it was that amount. Why would you keep that? That's just cruel. Exactly. And they said they didn't feed her for a month. That's a long ass time. For a snake that big, unless you're feeding them like rabbits or something, you know? They usually eat every two to three weeks, but this is not just over the course of a month if she's supposed to be 100 to 150 pounds and she's only 13 pounds it's like one tenth is, that is one tenth the weight she should be yeah this is a long time of you not act, like properly feeding this yeah snake. that snake was going for survival it wasn't intending to hurt anybody it needed to fucking eat exactly it's oh my god that just is so fucking came into sad. play wow um and you can see the footage or excuse me the photos that the cops brought out the snake and i'll post them on our social media pages you can just see like snakes kind of look squishy mm-hmm. you know but you could it's just like flat see, no it, it's octagonal almost like you can see everything inside that snake. like yeah like his because they have just the spine so then yeah you'll it, see oh, it when i when so i show you it, it, it's awful and you can just she she looks so skinny it's just awful. But when DFCS cleared the home and saw that the tank was only covered by a quilt, they stated that it was fine because it was out of reach of the child. Not that the snake, the child was out of reach of the snake. Right, right. That makes no sense. Yeah. Yep. So wow. Shayana's uh, biological father ended up suing DFCS of Florida Fuck for yeah. negligence and they settled out of court. And then. Shockingly enough, Jaron and Charles had had another daughter who was born one month after Shayana's death. Um, and it's unclear where she is. She's potentially living with a family member, I assume. But they are to serve just 12 years in prison for what they've done. Even though God. they have a history of... Right. That was just neglect all around. Drug use, neglecting the pet, neglecting the to care for the child... Yeah, in absolutely. Relation to the specific pet that you own. Oh my god. Yeah, it's pretty. That is so fucking sad, Jeremy. There's so many things going on in your brain right now. I can see it. 
Yes. <laughs> um, for, for starters, yeah, I, um, I grew up with a python. Really? Yes. Um, my dad had a friend who had one, and that was his gimmick in the wrestling ring. Okay. Long before Jake the Snake come up with, you know. I feel like I remember you talking about yeah, this. Yeah, we probably talked about it before. Mm -hmm. And this particular snake was very well taken care of. Mm -hmm. I don't, you know, my my thought process with the tank and stuff is different than what you what you what is supposed to be. I don't know that they had. I mean, it was a large tank that this snake was in. We called her Monty. She was Monty the Python. Monty Python, yeah. love it. That's funny. Uh, and but she was, she was a very docile, easygoing animal mm -hmm. to be around. I've and, heard that a lot. And it's easy to slip up and not realize how dangerous those snakes are. Oh yeah. My father wanted to bring that home. The reason was is that the friends who owned Monty had just had twin boys, mm. and they were not going to keep Monty in the house mm -hmm. with the twin boys. Yeah, my mom said, "Nope, that snake's not coming here." Because you know we were older; me and my sister were older, but you know, yeah, she so, didn't want it in the house. Yeah, some people just are like, "I'm not into that." Yeah. yeah, so we ended up taking Monty to a reptile house in Little Nashville or Nashville, Indiana, however mm -hmm, you want to look at it. So the thought process is, is that it gets easy to get docile with that with that creature because you don't have to feed them every day, not like say a king snake or, you know, the smaller snakes where you have to you know give them mice every two or three days. Mm -hmm. or, and <clears throat> listeners, forgive me, I'm not sure exactly what the what the protocol on a smaller snake is, but we used to feed Monty chickens. Yeah, yeah, I mean and. Uh, you know they were they were already dead chickens because you couldn't we could this feasibly couldn't get a live chicken into the thing and so you'd have to shake the frozen chicken mm -hmm. around to so they'll want to wanna attack it yeah so I understand the docileness of of taking care of the of the snake I mean you know if you throw a a chunk of chicken or something in there once a month and think that's good because like you said it's only two or three weeks I don't remember what Monty's feeding schedule was. But I can only imagine that snake, and this is why I mentioned where we had to move the move the frozen chicken because if if it was just laying there, he wanted nothing to do with it, mm -hmm. or she wanted nothing to do with it. Can you imagine the snakes looking at his cage and sees that child and thinks, like playing yeah, and stuff, and yeah, moving around mm -hmm. and and so on and so forth? I'm surprised she didn't get the child all the way down, depending on how long she had to yeah. in the in the. And I think she was extremely weak. Is what yeah. I think it yeah. was after she wasn't getting fed. I'll yeah. show you guys pictures um, after, God, so you can see how small so she is. Right. Sad. Um, do you remember when we moved to the blue Dude, house? I was thinking of that too. That was the biggest fucking snake I've ever seen uh, in my life, like we, up close. We moved into this house. Um, my mom On and Walsh. I. Oh, I guess that doesn't matter where it was. Yeah, it doesn't matter where it was. <laughs> That's um, how I associate though with yeah. that. And my mom was friends with the owner's parents or the parents, my mom's daughter, the owner's daughter. <laughs> that, was a, that was she, a run around together. <laughs> she had lived in the house before my mom, before we moved into it. And she had asked, hey, for a couple 
months can I leave my snake here until I can find a new home for her because she couldn't take the snake wherever she had moved. Right and uh, my mom was like, yeah, no problem. Yeah, no big deal. Just a snake. In the basement. Yeah. And she was in a big, I'm not kidding you when I say this tank is probably bigger than this table uh-huh. oh it definitely was and it wasn't a tank it was like a like a plug it was a meal box. it was a mate well yeah and it was made it had a glass front um it see, had, i don't remember that it did i don't remember being able to see it until we opened it no you could see you could oops sorry huh i was just too scared i guess i never looked at it that yeah much. it had it was a, a handmade one but it was sturdy mm-hmm. right. and it had um oh what are those boards called where you can like put metal in them and like hang stuff like, like a pegboard? A pegboard, yeah. It was a pegboard that was cut on top so she could have air. Yeah. And then there were cement blocks. Yeah, they had like, yeah, like cement for Like weight. the big gray yeah. cement box <clears throat> or blocks on top of the box. And this snake was easily 15 feet. Dude, this, this uh, snake big. was that big around. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it was she fucking was huge. Big. That fucking, the head on that fucking snake. Holy Shit. I, my mom doesn't particularly like snakes, and she would just like have to divert herself whenever right. she would go do laundry in the basement. It looked like a fucking crocodile face. Like It was huge. She ended up donating it to, I think, one of the zoos in right the on. area. But yeah, I remember her t- saying she had to get, buy like frozen rabbits mm-hmm. from people, and then mm-hmm. when she would feed her, she'd have to shake it yep. and do all this stuff. And But that snake was not malnourished by no, any No, she wasn't. She, she was, was very well taken care of. And we never had any issues with her. She barely moved. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, she just hung and out. And that's kind of the snake thing. They just kind of sit around and right. don't really do anything unless they're hungry. Like, they don't they don't care. God, they're that snake of, was so fucking big. Yeah. yeah. Monty wasn't that big. Monty was... Um, you know, maybe I don't know. Maybe, I know you can't see it, but that's uh, still big. About the yeah, size of an orange. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he was he was great. We'd be sitting there watching TV, and we let him. If he was at the house, we'd let him roam the living room, and he'd be laying there on the floor, and all of a sudden he'd come up over top of you and just because you're warm. slowly wrapped it around your neck. And... <laughs> he never did that. Never did that. Yeah, snakes are beautiful creatures, but they just need to like people need to. Snakes are snakes are gorgeous. I oh, mean, yeah. if you really look at a snake, they are. Yeah, beautiful. they are cool. Their eyes are cool, and the way that their tongue works is yeah. really cool. Like they are. Yeah, pretty. they're very interesting creatures. I don't just... want one. I, no. That is something I don't never. I don't never. Ever, I don't. Yeah. Stay in a zoo. Stay in a zoo. Stay Garter in a snakes are cute. I'll like look at them, but I don't want one. I don't yeah. want to touch mm-hmm. one particularly. <laughs> so I definitely think that this is a topic that I'm going to come back to in the future because there's so many stories about pets that murder their owners and honestly it's not ever the animal's fault it's no they're just running on instinct and some animals just need to stay wild and we think that we're like all knowing and we are top of the food chain over fucking everybody yeah and it's it's like we're not they can take control whenever they feel like it absolutely and there's nothing that we can do about it yep because we're just soft little sacks of shit so I'm assuming yep. that Gypsy did die in that. Uh, yes, Gypsy was stabbed to death by I figured. Charles. So, yeah, it's unfortunate. But be safe out there with your animals because. Yeah, seriously. You never well, know. Well, like I said, it, it doesn't even have to be a pit bull and, you know. Oh, no, it's it any animal. Any animal. And it te- this is another thing. This is I'm going to get on my soapbox here. Teach your kids to not fucking touch every animal they encounter. Teach them <laughs> for Respect real. their space. Exactly. Animal etiquette. You have to teach them because 
even my dogs, as doofy and dorky and good they have been to my girls, if my girls lay on them too much, when real go mm, and get a little growl going, and I have to go, hey, 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 get off. You've got to respect right. boundaries. Yeah, that's one thing I do like about Shaka. Like, a lot of times I'm, like, really sad because kids are like, oh, can I pet your dog, you know? But I actually, I think it's important for there to be dogs like that where yes. they'd ask to pet and I have to say, no, don't touch my dog. You need to get away from her. Don't get that close to her. I'm shocked you don't have a, a vest. I do. I do. Oh, you do have, I have that says, don't, like, don't pet me or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's just too big for her. I just never have her wear it. But it's, people generally leave us alone. But but it, I think it is important for there to be dogs like that because when kids do ask me, I do. I have to tell them, mm-hmm. no, you can't touch her. She's not friendly. Leave her alone. She's yeah. not. She's and not some, friendly to strangers. No, though. she no. hates everybody. And like, some, <laughs> she really is a good girl. She's so is. good. She's just protective of me, and she doesn't yeah. trust she has humans. Trauma. Yeah, she's a lot of trauma. She doesn't trust. She doesn't trust anybody but me. She likes Alicia because Alicia's been a constant in her life for the, right. the you know the what four or five years. Well, and I give her. her the what for. Like when I <laughs> went to your house and she was trying to bark and like right, get all right, aggressive, all and I'm hard. like, shut up, you know me. And then she like put then her head down you know, and wagged her whole body. Yeah, like see now, Ozzy has never met a stranger. Ever. Right. Yeah. He's I, like, I so. love everyone. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. See, Shaka's just not like that. And parents will like give me the stink eye. And I'm like, okay, you want my fucking dog to bite your kid? Let your fucking kid bite my dog then. I'm going to be rude and tell them to get the fuck away from my dog. They yeah. shouldn't just approach my dog. It's not because dog your dog. It's because of them. You don't want them to get hurt. It's right. not because exactly. you're being a prude exactly. with who touches well, your dog. Well, and people <laughs> just let their kids walk up to her. Oh, for sure. So dangerous. For sure. Oh, I see it a lot with Ozzy. The kids come up and they'll be like, can I pet your dog? And of course, I know him. He's like right, right. That's great that they they're asking. They they do ask. Yeah, I had to get on Azure yeah, a couple and, times because he loves dogs, mm-hmm. and I'm like, dude, you have to ask. You yeah, have but to it's ask. not like I'm that person that's like sitting on the bench at a park where people are walking by within arm's length of her. Right. We walk. We have our routes. We stay away from people. If someone's coming at me on the sidewalk, I change to the other side of the yeah. road. I'm very cautious with her because I know how she acts and I know how she is. So it's it's just it's yeah, really you know frustrating. your dog's temperament, right? A stranger on the right. Street. It's just frustrating when people just like let their kids walk up to her. I'm like, have you no self preservation? Like, <laughs> it just makes no sense. Nope. It's just a dog. They want to pet it, right? Because she it. does look friendly. She's not a big I do scary wanna, dog. Do you have a picture of Shaka? I do. Do you want to see? I do. My mom always says there's a meme Isn't that she says sweetie? she's pretty. That's cute. her little Loch Ness monster. Nice. They there's a away, meme but... that is online that my mom always tags me in and it's um on my gravestone it will said died trying to pet something she wasn't supposed to <laughs> because i literally want to pet everything like it's just an instinct in me i have to get it out mm-hmm. but i always ask first and i always let them smell me oh right, yeah right yeah. you have to be careful yeah. i would pet a pet a raccoon if i because found it in the trash you can't like, trust a possum dream i right. want one. Oh my god me too <laughs> me too but you can't trust pet owners either. Some no. people will just be like, oh, yeah, you can pet my dog willy-nilly, and then that dog's skittish. And it's like, yeah. why wouldn't you say something, you know, that your or dog say, is skittish? Yeah, we're trying to familiarize our yeah, dog. Yeah, so just be careful. Let her smell you, like, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, even with Ozzy, like I said, no no stranger ever known. Um, when people do come up, I've got one hand on him at all times, you know, so that if something would happen... I mean, there's yeah. a couple people that have come up out of the campground onto the deck, and he's like, and he's no. like, no dice. You really, know? he'll bark at him and oh, like, yeah, yeah. he'll get mean. Because I know he does bark, like when we walk yeah. up and stuff. But oh, animals know. Yeah, animals yeah. know about oh, person. Yeah. Shaka doesn't. She fucking thinks everybody's bad. So <laughs> <laughs> for real, that's why I trust no one. Trust mm-hmm. no one. <laughs> 
That's so funny. Well, I want to hear your opinions about this episode. Um, do you want to hear more? Do you want to hear more? Uh, I got some crazy ones. There's one about a monkey. I'm real dreading. I'm, I might do just all monkeys. I'm really dreading it. Those I don't are like really monkeys. common. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, monkeys attacking. They're wacky, wacky. Are you going to do cats? I tried to find cats, and wouldn't you know, there's very few Right, the death would be like rabies or something, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's not like actual cat A bite, they're getting bit by a cat is like awful because they have so much bacteria in their mouths or whatever, and their their teeth are so sharp and so long that they get, their bites get deep into the muscle and it's hard to get the infection out or cats tripping people. That was one. Oh my they, god, that's how I'm gonna die. Nala's gonna fucking trip me and yeah, I'm gonna break cat my is neck. Always going between her <laughs> legs. Oh my god, it drives me crazy. Or cats eating people that's after the that, they've died. Yeah, yes. that's the one. But yes. there's been dogs that have done that too. I was trying to go for like a cat. I mean, there's been cats this is that morbid as fuck. I know. There's been cats that have sl- like snuggled with babies and laid on their face oh, and no. suffocated them, which is cats like to lay on your chest because they like to feel your heartbeat. Um, well, yeah, babies don't babies. know how to breathe. Like if their faces are covered, I've well, read, and the other so. thing is, is the cats will lick you know, the milk. Lick the milk. Yeah, they'll be after the milk that's left on the on the baby's face or in their mouth. Or... And they can they take the baby's breath away, right? By yeah, breathing in their face. To their face. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No. So there's not been really any. I, that was one of I wanted to do um, a dog, a cat, and like a bird or something. Uh-huh. Like the most con- kind of like common, yeah, yeah, pets that you would have. But the cats, there's not really anything. Which is hilarious to me because cats are fucking crazy and they're just the worst. <laughs> like dogs are descended from wolves, but cats are descended from cats. So you know what I mean? Like there's yeah. they're still they're wild animals. Still the, yeah, you need to do Jesse Sykes. My cat will attack me out of nowhere. Jesse Sykes. Jesse Sykes. Yeah. What is that? He was the one that was eaten alive by the hogs at Willow's Weep. Oh yeah, yeah, duh. <laughs> I just listened to that. <laughs> but yeah, I want to hear what you guys think. Do you want me to do more of these cases? Because I'm going to whether you want me to or not. So uh, <laughs> That's what we like to hear. But let me know if you want it. Just because I'm curious. But please contact us on all of our social media platforms or at our email, murdnerds at gmail.com. We are located um, on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. We're going to start our TikTok back up. We're going to be more present on social media if we haven't been already. Um, I want to just talk to you guys. I want to know how your day's been. Did you have a good morning? What'd you eat for breakfast? Did you change your underwear? You should have. Did you get drunk last night? Were you late for work? That was me a couple weeks ago. Oh. Ashley, <laughs> yeah. Ashley got me drunk, and I was late for work. I actually tried I to get her drunk last from... night too, and she wasn't. She wouldn't bite. No, so. no. She didn't want to sound like crap today. I said, oh, "I think you'll sound better. It'll be great." <laughs> yeah, my ass. So she sounded like shit in the last couple. She episodes kept me sober sick. too. So, well, sober. You were I not sober. Up. I got kind of drunk, but I didn't get drunk enough to like feel like shit today. You know. Yeah. If you're an Apple or Spotify listener, feel free to rate and review us. This is the best and easiest way to share your thoughts and support the podcast. You can also support the podcast by pledging a monthly donation. And in the coming future, we will be changing our merch to a different platform and integrating a website. We have it bought and paid for. We just... Right. It's going to be... Yeah, it's just time. It's time and skill and yeah, which we the opportunity. Yeah, we don't have the skill. 
Yeah. We're working on it. It's a work in progress. Exactly. But, oh, sorry. I'm tired. We've been here all day. <laughs> I but, haven't. And we're not done yet. Nope, not even nope. close. But our merch will be way better, and it's going to be cheaper, more options, so stay tuned, and uh, I hope I hope you like it, mm-hmm. if it's not already out. Just go to MurderNerds.com and, and see just if you see keep anything. looking yep. if it's there. Yep. If you're like what you're, mm-hmm, yep, yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if you're like, if what? you, if you like what we're doing here at Murder Nerds, you may also enjoy the other shows within the Golden Mojo family of podcasts, Golden Image Podcast, Indiana Chiefs fans, The Call Guys, or the United States of Paranormal. Up. <laughs> that was so Such scary. an intimately weird noise. <laughs> You can listen to any of these shows wherever you enjoy listening to podcasts. Thanks for listening, guys. And we'll be back next week with another interesting story. Yeah, next week is crazy. It's Ashley's story. Bye-bye. Ta-ta. Ta-ta.